Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller for the evening. On tonight's episode, Liv has a run-in with the beast below, Leonard goes dumpster diving, and Cass asks some pressing questions. Marcy still hasn't met up with the group, but that isn't stopping the group's antics from meeting up with her. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, Friendly Neighborhood Exults, Episode 5, Physical Education 105. You run into a bunch of weirdos that are coming out at night as the club scene is beginning to pop off. Uh, There's the car that you're in feels like by the way that people are dressing that no one can decide what decade that they're in. There is definitely at least two people in leather jackets with giant mohawks with uh, metal studs coming off of it that look like they're straight out of the, the 80s. Uh, There's someone in a fancy suit uh, talking to a girl in a cocktail dress. There is a what looks to be a homeless man in a grungy looking hoodie uh, curled up in a corner. Oh, no. And there is also like a hippie man with like dreads and stuff clearly smoking. So what you're telling us is Tyler's on the New York subway. Yes, what I'm telling you is, is that Tyler is on the New York subway. Excellent. I kind of just try to see if I can sit down, find a seat, and take the subway, enjoy my eight minutes, or however long it is. So you uh, somehow f- managed to find a seat. As you do uh, in looking around, for a brief second as you guys go through a tunnel, the lights flicker for maybe like two seconds and then come back up. Uh, could you make me a perception and alertness roll difficulty five? All right. Immediately you notice that the grungy looking homeless man is completely missing. He was there two seconds ago and now he is gone. Mm. Okay. Does anyone else seem to notice this? Uh, no one else seems to notice it. I am going to not be sitting down. In case I need to start moving. Okay. Uh, do you look where that he was, like get a better look at it, or yeah, if I can. Okay, yeah. Uh, people don't really get in your way. Uh, in looking at it, it looks like there's some kind of sticky icker there. Very, very uh, like gooey, like uh, like 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 living living goo kind of gooey is like the best way I can put it. Like, I, hate, I hate to keep uh, making the same roll, but can I make another cult roll? Or is this something else? Or medicine, maybe? Uh, medicine might be a little bit better. Excellent. I'm going to go with difficulty uh, seven to identify this. You, you said this stuff is where the body was? Uh, where the, the homeless man was, yes. Okay, making sure. Oof. Oof. That's a botch. Uh, so you go over to investigate this immediately. You just kind of stare at it, and is willpower a thing? Can I re-roll that? Uh, you would have had to state the willpower before uh, 
before the roll. Okay. I mean, it's not like you would have thought that you would botch on ten dice. Like exactly. Anyway, go ahead. Nobody thinks they would. <laughs> um. So as you go in to investigate this, you kind of. Like, you, being a medical student, kind of know that this kind of resembles, like, the kind of liquidy inner goo that kind of keeps all of our organs suspended. Kind of like bile. Yeah. And as you're going to investigate it, your hand drifts a little bit closer to it as the subway hits a sharp bump and the lights go out for a moment. Please make me a strength and athletics check. Oh, no. Uh, difficulty is going to be a six. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and spend a uh, and spend a essence to use one part of um, all according to plan. Okay. To use my um, academics instead of my athletics. Okay. It's a useful thing. It's that Sherlock Holmes time slow bullshit. Mm-hmm. What's the difficulty again? Six. Damn. Damn, bud. Uh, let's see if this thing can somehow beat you, because there is a very Eight slight successes. chance. Yo. Yeah, my strength is actually five. Well, damn. Okay, so... Basically, by... Coming right out the back of that that botch with the, a great fucking success, you feel uh, as your hand uh, drifts closer to that spot, there is very warm, mushy tendril that wraps around your arm that you immediately pull away from. And by the time the lights come back up, it is gone, but you can see there is a small... Uh, hole in the uh, in in the floor of the subway that you can kind of see the outside of the tracks through. Hmm. Okay, but how much longer is my train ride? Uh, it's about over. Okay. Yeah, I'll just get off the train if the ride's done. Yeah, you're, you, the ride's done. You, you're done with the midnight meat train. Which, by the way, was a terrible horror movie in case you've never seen it. I can tell by the title. Yep. Okay, so you guys get uh, uh, get out of there and uh, go back to meet up. But is Midnight or... Meat Train as bad as Deathbed, the bed that eats? Um, <laughs> so, like, production values on one of those is better than the other. Deathbed is pretty terrible. It is so yeah. bad. Alright, so, after a small little incident on the subway for Liv and you and, well... Cody, did you tell uh, Christina about what you saw? I hadn't yet. Okay, you you can reveal but, to the group once you guys are you know together at the beginning of yeah. the park, because that's more or less where the, you guys will like, meet up and you'll see it because that's where you can get a clearer view because there's not going to be uh fucking buildings in your way. Yeah, just be like, huh? I guess that's why they call it the Big Apple. What? What do you mean? The the Big Apple, on on top of the uh, Empire State Building. There's. See it? Do I see it, Brendan? I assume I don't. Unless, of course, you can see something into the penumbra. Then no. Nope. I don't have that ability yet. Uh, no, I don't. 
this like a spirit thing, like like with with Simple Man Freebird? Yeah, yeah, it is. I was more asking Lenny, but oh yeah, can I tell the difference? <laughs> uh, you know that you don't see it when that you are not looking through his eyes. I don't know if that's a thing that turns on and off. I imagine that it is a thing that turns on and off. Here's to hoping. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's part of seeing stuff through Simple Man Freebird's eyes. Huh. Interesting. Because I was going to say, the reason they call it the Big Apple actually originates from racing. I, I'm pretty sure it originates from the giant fucking apple on top of the building. Shit. No, it actually has horse racing origins. But that's beside the point. Um, Uh-oh. So there's an apple. Lenny said a bad word. What? Lenny said a bad word. Oh. I, I didn't even notice, so. That, you know what that means. Now he can't write for a year. A year of not being able to write. He has to put a, a quarter oh. in the swear jar. I don't think that undoes it. Well, let me put it to you this I way. Blame, I, blame I, I, didn't know, I didn't notice you did the thing, so who gives a fuck? Um, but you said there's a big apple on the Empire State Building. Yep, like, on the right top up. of it? Yeah. You can see huh. it, right, Liv? Brendan, can I see it? Um, so long as that you have a thing that allows you to see into the penumbra, then yeah. I think I don't know if I can do that all the time. I think when when the dead eyes are active, then I can. Yeah, I think that's when the dead eyes are active. Yeah, you can just spend an essence to do it, and it looks like it just lasts like for the scene. Yeah, I get something similar to that. So. I probably can. But I have to, like... I don't know, I have to focus too much to do that. It's not worth my time to look at. But I believe you. Oh, well. Well, since we're here, uh, do y'all mind if I stop by the uh, Shake Shack dumpster to pick Terry Derry- up some dinner? Yep. Cody, I like that you, uh, you have actually looked at a map of... <laughs> New York City, because there is a Shake Shack somewhere near here. You know I was gonna find a good restaurant's dumpster to pull a homeless meal out of. (laughs) Or you could just buy him food. Nah, it doesn't have the same dumpster flavor. Dumpster seasoning. Got it. Alright, I guess it just ferments in there for a couple days or so. The secret is bacteria. Sure. Food and dumpsters are not my expertise. Uh, so I'll believe you. So is that a perception and awareness to look for food in the dumpster? No, I'm gonna just let you do it. <laughs> Dope. You're good. <laughs> gonna grab uh, Terry a half-eaten burger and a half-drunken shake. Alright, guys. Terry will appreciate this. <laughs> let's uh, let, let's go be, find it'll my it'll be, it'll be way better than that six-month-old hot dog he's been trying to get rid of. Yep. Alright. So let's uh we've got Terry's dinner. Simple man, can you uh lead the way please? 
Yes, of course, Leonard. Um, as we're walking, Cass is just doing that thing again where she's just rotating the coin. Simple Man Freebird uh, allow not allows uh, leads Leonard, who's leading you all through the Brooklyn Bridge uh, Park. Uh, it is a nice area, nice-ish area that's uh, on the water side. There's a couple of trees, a couple lawns and stuff. Uh, pretty nice area, honestly. Uh, a lot of trails to just kind of go through. And eventually he does uh, find a small clearing where Terry is hanging out and playing a harmonica. Hey, bud. How's, uh, how you been? I haven't heard from you in a little bit. Oh, hey there, Leonard. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, pretty good. So, that thing you were talking about with the, uh, apple being full of worms. Yeah, what about it? Which apple were you talking about? Well, obviously, it's the big apple. The biggest apple there is. I'm going to point to the Empire State Building and just say that one. He looks at you confused. Okay. So... Where's this big apple at, Terry? Well, hey there, Missy. You're, you're one of Leonard's friends that were there in the alleyway the other day, huh? Yeah, the, yep. the big apple, well, it's all around us, you know? We're all inside of the apple. We're all part of the, the great cosmic apple. And then there's the crust, and then there's the big chompy bits that are going to eat the apple one day. I slowly like, lean over to live, and just while Terry's talking, I'm still looking at Terry like I'm paying attention, but I, I whispered to live. I was like... By the way, I'm pretty sure he could see Simple Man Freebird the other night. So I don't know if we should keep an eye on this dude or what. And then just slowly shift back and just nod as Terry's talking. As Terry's talking, can I make a medicine roll to try to diagnose any mental any like mental or sociopathic disorder he may have? <laughs> the answer's all of them. Um... <laughs> I'm not even going to have you make a roll. It is clear that he is uh, par uh, paranoid. Uh, he might be schizophrenic. Uh, I will have to do a little bit more research into those actual mental disorders to make sure I'm not uh, representing them badly. Um, but he sure. definitely has... Uh, he is definitely like an overly paranoid person. Gotcha. So the apple's the world. The apple can be whatever you want it to be, Leonard. It could be you. It could be me. It could be your friends. It could be this park. The apple's all around us, man. You ate that hot dog, didn't you, Terry? It was delicious. That'll do it. I had to put some of the special mushrooms that I found on it, though. 
That'll do it. Alright. Did you, did, you, did you get those from Rose? No, I just found them growing in the in the special uh, in the special little cove over there. He kind of oh. points to like a, a circular clearing of trees. Oh, okay. Okay. But how's your head feeling, though? Oh, my head's feeling fantastic. I appreciate you guys taking me to the hospital and fixing me up. Yeah, not a problem. Friends gotta look out for each other, right? Yeah. Did we take Terry to the hospital? I don't even You did not. Did. Excuse me, uh, man who has had a head injury. May I examine you so you may not have any prolonged condition after your incident? Uh, sure thing. Man who took a bullet consumes you. too much coffee. Oh, took a bullet for me. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll do. Uh, so you guys uh. So you, so you examine him. I guess medicine roll. It's probably like a difficulty, like four or five for you, considering that you've probably done this a bunch. So five? Yeah. Oh boy. That's pretty good. Even having those two ones in there. Really nice roll. Um. So he tells you that he has... Uh, you, I guess you just kind of go through some uh, some some basic things with him. Um, there's a couple of things that are a little bit harder to uh, diagnose if he has a concussion or not. Um, mostly, uh, Terry's speech is normally a little slurred, and sometimes he has a delayed response. And being a homeless person, he does have a slightly dazed appearance. Right. But he does at one point tell you that uh, he ha he has had a pretty consistent headache for the last two days and that he doesn't like going out when that there's uh, when the sun's up. So, like, it could be and it probably is considering that, you know, you all heard the thud of his head against there, but it's better than him being dead. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you like going out when the sun is out? Because the sunlight hurts his headache. Thank you, Lenny, for answering how Terry feels. I just haven't been enjoying the sun recently. It's been... It's a lot easier to be out during the night. Because people don't kick you as much. And also the sun's been giving me a headache since I took a hit to the head. Very well. Well, if that gets worse, please make sure to uh, get checked again. But at the moment, he seems like he's like not in any like danger. Yeah, at the moment, he doesn't seem like he's in. He doesn't seem like he's in any more danger than the average homeless man in the middle of New York City is. Gotcha. Okay, so Terry's good. We got him some food. Oh yeah. By the way. I got you a uh, shake shack, Terry. Mm. And I'm the food. He takes the food, and you all watch this man consume garbage food. Awesome. So Terry's good. Uh, we got him food. He's good. Uh, yeah. So, dorms? Yeah. I'll, uh... I'll catch you later, Terry. 
Bye, Leonard. Don't let the tall whites take you. Well, I'm an angel now, so it'll be hard for them to get to me. You always were, Leonard. You always were. And then I guess we're subwaying back to the dorms? Probably. You guys gonna subway or you guys gonna walk? I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's so, uh, just quicker to walk. So on my way here from the subway, some tentacle thing tried to grab me. So um, maybe avoid the subways at night. Uh, like, like tentacle, like the weird things that that look like the one that Rose had when she was all whatever she was. Did it, Brendan? Uh, no, it did not. It looked a lot. Uh, hers are made of like liquid and kind of acidic. Um, this looked like John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, way, way fleshier than hers. Hmm. Oh, Wait, no. those tentacles were roses? What did thought... you think they were, Lenny? They were the guy trying to get Rose. The, the raccoon guy? Peter? Yeah. They were... Not? But... Uh, okay. That reminds me. We need to look into Peter. Okay. Peter Giuseppe. Correct. Don't ask me how I knew his name. I was just like, I want to know who that dude is so I can find him later. And I just knew his name. I don't know. Huh. I wish my memory was that good. Mine's... I'm really good at, like, doing math real quick when I need to figure shit out. But I don't have, like, that thing where you can just look at shit and know it. I don't have photographic memory or anything like that. Gotcha. It would be cool to have that type of memory. (laughs) I'm sure it would be. Okay, so uh, as you guys are uh, heading out, um, you guys can hear as the traffic around here has stopped, as is pretty common for New York, as it like there, there's some like play or something going on in town that's basically causing like traffic to get backed up. You can hear a couple of people have their uh, their windows down and one of them is listening to a talk show that is going on about how. And in two weeks, we're going to have the creator of Twilight here, Stephanie Meyer, to talk about the new uh, movie that's coming out where that both of the uh, main protagonists are gender swapped. And also, she's going to have Zack Snyder directing it so that it can be darker and grittier. Can you all believe this? Ooh, this is this would be so interesting for all those girls who grew up on Twilight and then figured out that the world isn't all sparkles and vampires. I, huh. out of character, know what you did. Cass doesn't. <laughs> I'm just confused. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's weird. I just mentioned yeah, like, something about that to some Twilight fangirls the other day. So, uh, to explain, Tyler, uh, Christina has Bard's tongue. So sometimes shit that she says can come true. Yep. Oh, funny. <laughs> and yeah. I, uh, when, when I was editing that episode, I was literally listening to it. And then I got up and went, you fucking asshole. And thought Christina had put that evil on me intentionally. No, there is actually a gender swap single book of Twilight where they condense it down. Um, they give it a happy ending. It's not the same as the actual whatever many books there are for 
and uh, it's a legit thing. And Brendan didn't know that. <laughs> well, and don't ask me why I know that. There are far worse adaptations of Twilight that you could have used, so glad you went with that one. Far worse, smuttier adaptations. Yeah, well, eh. I just wanted to make sure that you all knew what the hell had happened, because I think that's really funny. So as you guys are walking through, um, you do hear... Um, everybody make me a perception and alertness, uh, roll against difficulty seven. Cause the, uh, the street is a little loud. Damn. I have perception five and alertness and awareness three. Okay. So, uh, Christina, uh, I'm going to give you two things. Uh, so I'm going to give you two things. The first is for, uh, you only. Okay. As you've been walking down the the road with your buddies here, maybe it's just because you're so short or something, but you've been bumped into by a lot of people. Not not like any like specific like guy or girl or anything. Like it's not like a bunch of guys are out to get you or anything, but it's like people just kind of like bump into you and then go, whoa, sorry. And then kind of just kind of step aside for you. It's been happening a lot lately. The thing that all of you notice is as you're passing by an alleyway um, on your way back to campus, there is a the scream of a woman in, down an alley. What do? Running in the direction of the scream. Uh, begrudgingly going after Lenny, who's running in the direction of the scream. I can't be bothered to run, so I walk after them. Okay. I'm not like walking i'm i'm at a medium speed between the two of them <laughs> lenny you come upon three people one of them is a woman in a dress uh who looks to be struggling to hold on to her purse as two guys in uh in jackets and ski masks and uh holding knives are trying to take her purse from her you guys have just walked in on a mugging. Well, Lenny's there first, so... Yeah. Let's see. And to answer your question, Cody, your thing itches the normal amount. Okay. That being around uh, Liv makes it. Gotcha. Hey! You two fine gentlemen. <clears throat> Didn't your mamas ever teach you that you shouldn't take things that don't belong to you. One of the one of them looks to you and she's like, "Who the fuck do you think you are?" And he goes to uh, he goes to slash at the uh, the woman's uh, purse string to try and uh, take it off, so that they can just grab it and start running. He's making a move towards the woman with the knife. Yes, he makes a move towards the woman with the knife, and he is going to cut. The strap on the purse. I'm going to run and tackle him. Okay. That's going to be a strength and brawl check, I think. Good. Or actually, better question. Uh, is this with the intent to actually hurt him, or is this with the intent to pin him? We'll go for hurting, because I want to cause a fumble. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, then strength and brawl. If you were going to try and pin him, I would have said athletics because you got to be a little bit more careful. I mean, it's only one die less. But uh, Difficulty six. And yeah. he's going to attempt to dodge. Big hey. strong play. <laughs> he's not going to dodge. Unless, of course, Cody dodges. Jesus, no. Cody! That's a zero versus a nine. Nah. Nah. Okay, bud. I guess you're going to roll damage then. Yeah. So that's strength plus nine. So, and with that, uh, going to use the Heaven Thunder hammer technique to, like, as I tackle him, like, as I hit him, grab the purse and send him down the alley. Oh, my God. Okay. Just going to spire the dude, huh? Dragon Ball Z style? <laughs> like, that only causes bashing damage, right? Correct. Okay, and he can. If he is stopped early. Like, if he goes the full way down the alley, he just goes the distance. Okay. Goes the distance. <laughs> He's going for speed. <laughs> what, uh, so, his soak is, uh, is a three, by the way, because I know you have that other thing set up for uh, damage. Yeah, so as long as I've got two or more than his soak, then he goes flying. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you cause two or more damage, is that what it was? Yeah, let me pull up the cheat sheet real quick, just... Like, like you're almost definitely going to get it, but I just want you to know that he's got a stamina of three and he can soak three bashing. Yeah. Or he can soak three, but he, he, he gets three dice. So I, yeah. he might. So he might. It's if I do at least two after soak, it doesn't cost an essence. Spinning an essence is what sends him flying. So that would be a thing that comes after doing damage. I think I did uh, enough damage to send him flying. Okay, uh, let me just see what the, his soak is, because there's there's a chance that he might not. It's small, but there's a chance. Well, he's only got three soak, and I did seven damage, so it would still inflict at least four, right? Uh, so... Right, now I remember. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because tens can you. count as two now that right. I've actually looked it up, but ones can also still take away. Oh, fuck. I mean, he still takes two damage, but holy shit, that man can soak shit. Yeah, that's oh. ridiculous. He, he still goes flying, but he does not take anywhere near as much damage. So uh, you, so uh, basically, you go to tackle him, cause a fumble to happen, because that purse is getting dropped, and terribly bruise this guy as he goes flying out the other side of the alleyway. I'm going to just have the purse and hand it to the woman as I turn to look at his buddy and say, you should... You should probably help your friend. He has uh, pissed himself and is running to go help him help his friend. You you just you just Bill Goldberg speared that guy so hard that he like went flying across the ring. Then I'm gonna after handing the lady her purse and telling the homie to piss himself and run. Just gonna. Are you all right, ma'am? Oh yes, thank you, sir, for coming to my assistance. I 
I was so scared they were, those ruffians were going to take my purse from me. No, ma'am, not while the uh, Long Island University football team's around. <laughs> you have successfully stopped the mugging. What else do you guys want to do? I want to check out Peter Giuseppe. Okay. I'm just gonna... You have a... Chip my hat and then go back to the gang. I eventually catch up because I am short and I have a minus two to pursuit. So I have stubby legs. Um, You do have a a potential lead that just got thrown out to the other side of the alley. I mean, every criminal might not know each other, but... You know, there there is a potential lead there. So we catch up to him. Okay. Lenny, Lenny, you good? Everything good? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, just had to keep this lady from losing her belongings, because people can be mean in the big city. It ain't like back home. That's true. I just lean over and look. How... how- fucked up does the dude look? He looks like he just got the wind knocked out of him by a wacky bat. But the wacky bat also sent him flying about 50 yards. Okay. I'm gonna... How how far away are they? Uh, They're about another 50 yards. Oh god, that's so far. 150 feet away. I'm gonna continue continue walking towards them slowly but steadily. Hey Lenny, can can uh, can you walk behind me? As I go over, I want to talk to them. Yeah, yeah, I'll, uh... I can, uh, make sure that this fine young lady gets safely to the populated streets and out of this dangerous alleyway. I think she's gonna be okay. It's not that far off. Um, I want to go over towards the dudes. Okay, you go over towards the dudes. There are two of them there. One of them has recently pissed himself. And the other one... Despite getting thrown half a fucking football field away and somehow managing to not hit anything. <laughs> I'm going to say he probably got launched like over the street into the next alleyway. Somebody Everybody is very that. fucking confused. He could have gone through like some crates and bullshit as long as it's not something that's hard enough to actually stop him. He went like he <laughs> He went through some crates and some bullshit to the end of the alleyway. Uh, it was enough to slow himself. Okay, when I get up to them, I'll be like, Yo! Piss pants! You and your friend know Peter Giuseppe? They look at you very concerned that there is a short woman now yelling at them after a football player wrestling move to them. Look, here's the deal. You can either try and help me, or I can get my friend over there to come and put you through some more crates and into a different alley. What do you say? Oh, man, man, lady, listen, listen, that it, I do not get on to the Giovanni's territory. I do not mess with the beast. I do not mess with any of them. They scare us shitless. Mm-hmm. Giovanni's beast. Got it. Got any more hey. info that's useful? Hey, uh, Brendan. Yeah. Doesn't that thing about taking somebody's name mean that nobody else can think about them? It's been a. Uh... It's it's been longer. I can only do it for oh, okay. equal to my essence in the days, and I've I got only you. one. I got you. Yeah. So so Giovanni's 
Hmm. The yeah, the, the 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 fucking Giovanni crime family. Got it. Got anything else you want to tell me? Uh, yeah. Don't. Anything uh, useful? I don't know, lady. What do you think is useful? Like you just coming up and just started fucking yelling at us. Hey, you went up and just started fucking stealing a purse from a lady. So I'm trying to be square with you. Just give me info. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna walk up to the guy who got tossed down the alley and try start like manipulating his arm to like see if he's like okay. Um, he seems okay. Carry on. He's got, he's got a bruised. Uh... Someone who got hit that hard should not be that okay. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, so, laughs> he's about as hard at. He's about as hurt as I was yesterday when John surprised me with wacky bat to the back. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah oh, do they do they both still have their mask on? Uh, yes, they do. Cool. I'm gonna try and hope I don't roll like shit again. And I'm gonna take the dude that got blown into the other alley, and I'm gonna take his name. Okay. His name pill three in practice, because this is gonna be interesting if I can succeed on this. Six successes. Uh, I have. What's the name of the dude uh, who just got knocked into the other alley's name? Bruno Genovese. Alright, I'm gonna look and be like, Bruno, Bruno. I really don't want to have to, you know, go and tell, uh, I don't know, do you work for the Genovese family? Or is it just your last name? Like, I don't want to have to go through different networks to tell people that you're being uncooperative in the worst kind of way or the best kind of way i don't know which one pisses off boss more uh are you some kind of fucking narc not nah, man but I, can make it, but I can make it sound like you're a narc i bet that won't go over well hey brendan yeah as i'm moving his shoulder around i'm just gonna go ahead and pop it out of his socket real quick oh fuck strength of medicine i guess so glad I'm on the other side of the alley escorting the lady away. <laughs> I'm not allowed to see these things. Difficulty six? Yeah. <laughs> what is with this fucking dice roller, man? Holy shit, my dude. Oh, I, how did you roll that many ones. dice with no bots? He rolled dude. four ones. Oh, and twos, and fours and sevens. He literally rolled a repeat of his roll. And, like, it's it's literally all ones, twos, fours, and sevens. Holy shit. Like, if you split it up evenly, it's a, oh, almost yeah. a mirror. You you are right. That is so fucking weird. I'm just gonna play that off and be like, oh, didn't, didn't quite... Didn't quite, didn't quite get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was already out of socket and he accidentally popped it back in place. Your, your shoulder's out of alignment. <laughs> he he looks up to you great, gratefully, and he's like, Oh man, I've been trying to get that knot out for years. How, how can I ever repay you? Give me information about the Giovannis! Listen, lady, we don't really fuck with the Giovannis. They're, uh, they're a spooky, old-timey, like, family. Like, they... They come from, like, some old blood back in Italy. Like, they, uh... They are grade A spooky. Like, like you ever seen that film, The Conjuring? They are that kind of spooky. So they they have a, a haunted house with with like 
work with me here. Like I said, I'm trying to let you go before, you know, something bad happens to you. I mean, did... I don't know. You just hear rumors around here. They're, they're just... People Tell don't disappear. Tell me some rumors. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, you know... We're, we're, they, they, they deal in some, like, shady shit that even we don't want to deal with over here. Like, you know, we got drugs and... You know, some protection rackets and that kind of shit. But, like... They deal in, like, people, in, like, people moving. We don't do that no more. Hmm. So they, they, I, I say this a little quieter because I'm not trying to yell this. So they deal in human trafficking. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Listen, can 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 we get out of here? Like, I, I think that me and my buddy are done for for the night. We'll uh, we'll we'll try to stay away from you, you and your crazy friends. Are you are you guys college students? What are you doing just wandering around trying to beat up grown-ups? Stop stealing purses and you don't have to get beat up. Yeah, it's a living. Right around the time he says beat up grown-ups, that's when uh I'm gonna walk back and join the group. I imagine Letty just walks up behind Cass and it's just that silhouette. <laughs> Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Okay, okay, bud. Uh, I appreciate you giving me the shoulder massage. Can I go now now that I've answered your uh now that I've answered both of your questions? I'm gonna like Yep, I'm gonna have yep a Bruno, you can go. I'm gonna look at him with like a, a deadpan, emotionless face. If we catch you doing this again, you're gonna lose the arm. And or some teeth. And then I let him go and walk away. Or some oh. fingernails. We could work our way up. Oh, you fucking spooky no, as shit. we'll hand them over to the proper authorities, guys. Uh, sure. They, they have That's police. an option, too. Oh, man. The amount of gunshot wounds by police I see. Yeah, maybe that is the better option. You're right. Hey, Bruno. Take your fr your friend Piss Pants and get out of here. All right, come on, Piss Pants. Let's get out of here. Uh, and Bruno and uh, Piss Pants leave the alley. <laughs> I'm keeping his name for a day. Fuck him. He he is very concerned as to why that no one talks about him by name for the next day. Yeah, no one but me can think or speak his name. All right. So the day goes by. For some of you, it's a little uneventful. You're just taking the day off to rest after having dealt with Leonard's insanity the previous night. For others, things are a little bit more interesting. Cody, when Leonard goes to practice that day, one of your buddies on the offensive line, uh, a guy that you know as Touchdown Tomas, approaches you. He is the star wide receiver of the Long Island University Brooklyners. I don't know what their fucking team name is. They're the Sharks. Yeah, they are the Sharks. Oh, they're the Sharks, okay. He is the, uh, Touchdown Tomas is the star wide receiver for the, uh, Long Island University Sharks. And he comes up to you. Oh, man, I'm trying to think of how to do this fucking accent. Leonard, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, bud. Same, same as every day. 
Every day's great when you wake up to another sunrise. How are you doing? That's fantastic, Lenny. Uh, well, me and the boys were actually uh, a little concerned for you. You, uh, I know that you had the, that you had taken practice off yesterday. You were talking about doing baseball? Yeah. God told me that, uh, that since I'm an angel now, I need to stay out of the end zone, which was kind of weird because I don't go to the end zone. But, you know, angels aren't on the football field. They play baseball, so I think I've got to change sports after this season. Oh, you say that, Lenny, but you have always been an angel in in this, uh, on this field. And you know what they say, Lenny, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Maybe he was talking to you in one of those metaphors. What's a metaphor? Oh, you know, it's like one of those, uh, what's, what is, what is the phrase? What is the phrase? Uh, it's a figure of speech. What's the figure look like? Usually an eight, I believe. Oh, that's why it's a mega four, because it's like two fours making it. I gotcha now. Yes, that, that, that. <laughs> I, I can't keep looking at this. <laughs> so, Leonard, so besides that, we did have a small little concern. You see, some, some police officers were here the other day looking for you. Did you get in trouble, Leonard? No, I never get in trouble. I don't do anything to get in trouble. Did they say why they were looking for me? Maybe they want my help in an investigation. You know, cops do rely on angels a lot. You know what? That that must be it. Well, he said that uh, if I ever saw you, that I should give you uh, his card, and uh, that you can call him at your own at your own leisure. And he kind of starts uh, searching through his pockets and then pulls out uh, one of those. Uh, detective cards and hands it to you it has the phone number and the cop's name on it uh his name is daniel oak that's a cop like name Profe- I've ever heard. is that like professor oak he cops don't not- get degrees so i'm going to go ahead and call officer oak okay so the phone rings for a little bit and then uh it is picked up by what sounds like a his tone suggests that he is in his uh late 40s with how more or less like done with this shit that he is is the best way i can put it hello this is detective oak what can i help you with hey uh detective oak uh this is this this is leonard van zant uh my buddy tomas told me that uh, you wanted me to give you a call? Did you need help with an investigation, or...? Uh, yeah, actually, I needed your your help with an investigation, Leonard. You see, uh, I just need to know uh, your whereabouts for the past few nights. Well, there was that one night about three nights ago where I stopped a purse snatcher. That was, uh... Uh, somewhere between the park and school. Uh, oh, okay. You stopped a purse snatcher. Yeah, yeah. I had to... When you see something, you gotta do something, right? You can't just let crime happen. I, yeah. Uh, 
And then after that, I went home and I went to sleep. And then after that, I went to class. And then I went home. And then I went to class. Oh, oh okay. And then I Leonard, went home. Leonard, I, I understand. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty with me about talking about this, uh, this purse snatching that you stopped. And uh, if anything comes up, I will uh, have to get back with you. Yes, sir. And if you ever need any help, don't hesitate to call. It's my job to help the police officers. Yeah, sure thing, kid. And he, uh, he hangs up. Yeah, I'd do the same thing. So the next day, um, you wake up, uh, go about your usual business. Do you do anything like like what's uh, what's Marcy's like morning ritual? Does she like check the news? Does she like read the paper? Is she like super into like blog scenes? Does she cook like uh, Marcy would start by uh, waking up and getting herself coffee going so she can you know live and then uh, pet live <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Um, then she would take care of her pets that she has living in the, uh, apartment with her and Francesca. What, what, what all, what all pets do you have in there? She has a cat, a squirrel that she rescued and is rehabilitating, and a fish. Is the squirrel's name Tippy? Can the squirrel's name be Tippy? The squirrel's name can be Tippy Toe. Cool. She definitely, you can tell that she, uh is used to rehabilitating animals that have gotten injured in the city. There's other, like, stuff there, so she knows what she's doing. Um, after she takes care of them, she would probably sit down and either pick up a paper or her phone and look at anything going on. Actually look at, like, news going around the campus or something like that in the city. Okay, um, so one of the stories that you notice is being covered on the news, like, a lot, a lot... Um, you recall that a few days ago, like at the beginning of the week, there was a lot of cell phone interference, uh, internet was going down, uh, televisions were on the fritz for a little bit, and it seems like on the news, some head scientists have explained that the reason for this was, and just you, Brit, just tell me when to, when to stop talking uh as kind of like a uh you flip the channel because you got bored um it seems that there was a worldwide uh electromagnetic pulse wave released when the the nuclear power plant of uh rupor in bangladesh went critical a few days ago and the resulting explosion caused extreme interference with global communication probably right there is when i would flip it because it kind of gives me the information i needed and the rest of it i don't really pay attention to probably okay so uh with that out of the way um and having gone through your morning routine you go to school and things are well honestly kind of peachy um excellent peachy days are what i live for give me one more and let's hope that we can make this one a good one perception and alertness check hey that's three successes better than the zeros i got earlier so, um, when that 
you are going to one of your classes. You pass by uh, that cop again who is talking to this time a uh, one of the football players who is, even with your limited knowledge of the local football team, or maybe you have a pretty good knowledge of it, I don't know. Actually, I should probably just ask that. Do you want to have a pretty good knowledge of the football team? Um, I'm going to go with no for Marcy. Okay. Um, so even with your lack of knowledge about the football team, you it is hard to avoid the uh, getting knowledge or like knowing from some of the other girls about the star wide receiver uh, touchdown Tomas. So I, I probably know like, you know, the basics that everybody knows, but not like everything. Yeah, you know, like the star players and like when it's something cool happens, but like you don't know like the, the nitty gritty about the footballs. Uh, so you see this uh, this cop talked to you and your roommate yesterday uh, talking to Tomas. Um, and with three successes, you actually do listen in on uh, on the conversation and it seems like that he was asking about something different this time. Uh, he wasn't talking about a pizza place or gangs or anything. He was talking about how that this kid got involved in a mugging. Like the kid was mugged or the kid mugged someone? Like the kid stopped a mugging. Oh, and is, is he talking about the same kid? You can. Yeah, he, he, he mentions the same name. He didn't give me a name last time. He gave me a picture, but he didn't give me a name. He probably would have given you a name. I don't think he... That was bad copying on the GM's part, not on not on the NPC's part. He does give you the name Leonard. Leonard Van Zandt. Gotcha. Okay. So, Leonard Van Zandt. This, uh, just kind of listening in on the conversation, the... the the other guy, uh, Tomas, is kind of like wary to give up any information. Um, Bros don't, though. That's that's what that is. The day goes on, continues. You go through some classes and you come back out and you yet again pass by the same cop. But this time he's being even shadier. And by that, I mean, he's hanging out in the shade of a tree. Oh, so literally shadier. Yes, uh, he's on his cell phone. And I'm going to just let that other success roll over here. And you do hear him uh, on on his phone. He just kind of goes, yeah, man, I think we got the guy who beat up our ghouls. No worries. We've got it handled. Um, when I hear the word ghouls, I definitely like try to listen in a little bit more. But like definitely don't want to make it obvious that I'm listening into him. And, you know, if he sees me. I'll just be like, I'll make something up if he sees me. Okay. Um, cue make me a dex and stealth roll. Difficulty is going to be a seven. Hey, that's one success. He definitely does not. Uh, he does not appear to notice you. As that you listen in on the conversation more, uh, you can determine that he is specifically talking to a man who he has referred to at least once or twice by the name Bruce and three or four times by the name Mr. Duggins. Okay, and I'm assuming those names don't sound familiar to me? Nope. So you said he mentioned Bruce like twice and more like three or four times Mr. Duggins? 
Yeah, like he would go like, yes, Mr. Duggins. I understand, Mr. Dugg- Mr. Duggins. Okay, Um, I guess with that, I don't really have anything else to say to him because I haven't seen Leonard. So I guess I'll just keep walking. Okay, so you keep walking and go home that night. The day, con- like I said, it continues to just kind of go on and on. But as that, as that it's getting uh, closer to the end of the afternoon, you can see a... Uh, a storm off in the far distance and the breeze is blowing through in the apartment above yours. You can hear like a scratching like with maybe like 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 an animal was trying to claw at the floor or something very similar that is wrap is like just very frantically going against the, uh, like, it's going against their floor, but, like, it sounds like it's coming from your ceiling. So, does it sound like an animal? Like, an animal's trying to escape or scared or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can also hear, like, low, low sounds of, like, distress. Like, there's a lot of, uh, panting and, like, like low screams, like uh, uh. <laughs> like moans, and-, and I guess um, I'm gonna go upstairs and maybe knock on the door and like kind of talk through the door, like you know everything okay in here. Wait, is it Taco Tuesday at the cafeteria? Good one, Cody. Um, as soon as you go to knock, there's a ah, get away from me, get away from me, get away from me. And you can hear this voice uh, runs from where the door is to uh, basically the other side of that apartment. Um, I'm not going to open the door because that's, you know, not my right. And I'm just going to continue talking loudly through the door. Just, no, 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 I'm, I'm here to help. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. I, I, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Help, help, help. It's got a knife. It's got a knife. It's got a knife. Oh, well, I guess I'm opening the door. Everything's fine. Just let it happen. It's all right. I'm going to open the door and um, do. would I have my gun, Brendan, or no? You can have your gun. So I guess I would open my door and kind of put my hand on my hip where my gun is and like unbuckle it to pull it out if I needed to, but not pull it out yet. Hey y'all, it's Friday and it's time to give thanks. I personally am thankful for this season's theme song, Epic Blockbuster 2 by Raphael Crooks, as well as other music in this episode provided by Raphael Crooks again, Alexander Nakarada, Kevin McLeod, and Jazar. If you've listened this far in, give us a like or a comment or even a review. You can also at us on Twitter, maybe leave a review there with some tabletop tags so the community knows that we exist. It's the best way that we can grow and get some recognition. Our Twitter is a pair of dice lost, and if you wanted to send in questions, we're at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. I've got some plans for a special bonus episode soon, and I'd love to hear people's opinions on what we should do. 
Also, for making this far, I'd say you deserve more than just a stunt die. Take 10 XP and spend it wisely, my friend.